You ever been with somebody and they, you were the joke? And they kept making you the joke every time you came around? That's devilish. Now, it, it, every once in a while, we'll joke with, hey, Mike, you know, you know might, might say this or that. But, you know, we're not being devilish. It becomes devilish when you're trying to hurt. And you're using that, you know, you're using that comical thing. You're trying to be funny, but, you know, you're using that uh, against the person. Does that make sense? And so you're using, now watch this, write this down. You're using that comical thing to try to use that against that person to get them to feel bad or to injure or to hurt. That's evil. You know, sometimes they're joking. You know, we got to know who we're joking with and how far we can go with that. Are you with me? And I got to be careful of majestic because if not, I can get over into a place where I just injured somebody. There's certain things I can't say to folk. You know what I mean? Because it messes with their head sometimes. And so you, you, you know, I just can't, you know. And then, then you find out, I just can't, I can't joke with her like that. Or I can't joke with him like that. You, you, does that make sense? All right. All right. Number three is constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. Constructive criticism is not is really designed to bring you like up and it's designed to help you. Let's look at Exodus 18 and 13. Look what it says. Exodus 18 and 13. Now, when you're doing corrective criticism, you don't go to somebody else. You go to the person. And then see what we're talking about now is if I identify with the certain types of speaking, I will be able to know if I'm doing it inside the will of God or outside the will of God. So if I'm doing constructive criticism, I don't go talk about Regina to Tom. I'm going to tell you, she just changed that shirt. Sometimes she just wearing a pink shirt. Pink. I don't know why she's wearing pink. You know, I don't know why she's wearing pink. Pink don't go with her and stuff. Now that's just wrong. Why? Because I went to town. But if I went to Regina, Regina, that pink girl, the way, mm, I don't know if it's working with them jeans you got. You know, and she might go, you know you're right. I ain't know that. You know, but then she may go, I'm all right. Then you got to live with it because you're the problem. <laughs> And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses set to judge the people and the people stood by Moses from the morning into the evening. Next verse. And when Moses father in law saw all that that he did to the people, he said, now look what he said. What is this thing that thou doest to the people? Why sittest thou thyself alone and all the people stand by thee for morning into the evening? Keep going. And Moses said unto his father in law, because the people come unto me to inquire of God. Watch this. When they have a matter, they come unto me and I judge between one and another. And I do make them know the statutes of God and his law. Go ahead, Pastor. And Moses' father-in-law said unto him, the thing that thou doest, it ain't good, man. He said, the thing you do, it's constructive criticism. Who's going, going with it? Moses' father-in-law. He came to who? Moses. He didn't go to everybody else. See, because the hell starts when you go to everybody else, get everybody on your team. That's right. That's right. Because now we ain't got constructive criticism. We got a devil. We got a devilish movement moving. Well, I'm going to show you before I get out of here. 
Look at this. Thou wilt surely wear away both you and this people that is with thee. For this thing is too heavy for you, man. Thou art not able to perform this thing alone. 24, 24th verse. I'm going to skip down to 24th verse. So Moses, look, look, look. So Moses thought what? Hearken to the voice of his father-in-law and did all that he had said. He looked at it and he said, you know what? I do got a little bunch on me. So if I do this the right way, I can, I can give, divvy this out and I'm going to be all right. Constructive. Constructive. Constructive does not tear up unless, I mean, uh, constructive, the whole point is to build. So if I have to tear down a little wall, it's just to rebuild that thing better than what it was. It's not being mean, mean spirited. When you're being mean spirited, you're, you're outside the will of God. Somebody say amen. All right. Yeah, okay. Number four is cautious commentary. Cautious commentary is warning about someone. It is a warning about someone that is truthful. This is warning about someone, but this is truthful. If now, now can I put this? Uh, write this scripture down. Second Timothy four. Second Timothy four and fourteen. Let's go there quickly. Second Timothy four and fourteen. See, if if now I'm using Donald a lot today, but if Donald has stole, and he or I didn't gave Donald money, and Donald didn't give the money back, and then you're asking me about Donald, just you and you, Donald. And then you ask me about Donald. I, I tell you straight up, don't, don't give Donald no money. <laughs> now, it would be wrong on my part if you asked me if, oh, no, I don't want to be a part of that because I don't want to be talking about nobody. No, you, you have a right to speak truth. Amen. But make sure it is truth Amen. and not your perception because that could get you off. Alexander, look, look, look. Alexander, look, look, look. Y'all see this? Look what he says. Alexander, he telling on somebody. Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. He talking about him. Alexander ain't there. He talking about it. And that's not evil speaking. He's warning folk. You better watch out for Alexander. He did it to me. I know he'd probably do it to you. And he let him know who it was. Alexander the coppersmith. Because there must have been other, uh, other Alexander. And he said, no, nah, let's get the right dude. Alexander the coppersmith did me what? Much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works. <laughs> that's, what he, that's what he told Timothy. Of whom be thou where also. For he greatly withstood our words. He said, you got to watch out for this guy. So I have a right to warn. And when I'm warning, I have a right. Don't watch that. Watch that guy, Donald. He ain't good, man. He ain't good. Amen. But make sure it's not your perception, but it is reality. You didn't get this from Jane, who got it from Mary, who got it from Georgia, who got it from Billy, who got it from. Are you with me? And then if you don't know a person's heart, how can you, if you don't really know that person, how can you speak on it? Mmm, quiet. Last but not least, constructive confrontation. Constructive confrontation comes from when I see you doing something wrong 
I just stepped to you. Look at, look at what Peter did. I mean, look what Paul did to Peter. Galatians 2 and 11. And then I'm going to give you this and I'm going to be ready to end up. Amen? God is good. Amen? Amen. But when Peter was come to Antioch, I withstood him. Look, look what Paul said. I withstood him how? Because Peter, Peter was a bigot. Right now he was a bigot at this time. And so Paul said, I'm deal with him right now. I'm going to get him right to face. I'm standing right to face. You know, I, I, I take two shakes and a bean to people who can't confront somebody on something. You got to, did that make, that's a country thing. That's real. That's good. That's like two shakes to the bean. Y'all didn't understand that. Y'all like, that's just too pure. Where did, where'd you get that from? That's backwoods all day, all every day. Now, there are certain times, look, listen to me. And this is where we have a problem in the body of Christ, that we don't know how to go and confront people and tell them, hey, you know, this is outside the will of God, or you have done this thing to me. You see what I mean? If I'm offended, I don't need to go get somebody else to join up with me. I need to talk to you. And see, most things ride over because people are not confrontational. Because they're afraid. I should have got a way amen from all the men that went to the conference. All the amen, all the men went to the conference. I should have got a big amen to that. Even if you look, he ain't even go. He got one. Over to God. Amen. The reason why, because one of the things we learned was you got to have strong words. And sometimes you got to stand up when nobody else is standing. Amen. Are you with me? And you got to confront people. Oh, no, bro, bro, bro. Oh, 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 bro, what you doing, man? Real men stand. <laughs> I almost said something, you know. Which gonna stand up to get beat down? You know what I'm saying? Some folks understood what I just said. You probably did. Amen. I'm trying not to offend because God. God also told me this. God corrected me, um, and uh, I told Shan. Shan hit me up. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. Remember, I just taught God will cook the enemy. Corrupt your heart, corrupt your mouth, so you can corrupt others. And I was out talking, and I had said something. And I'm, I'm really, uh, what's the word, transparent, open. And I said, uh, and I'm only saying this to see, show you how quick, if you're not careful, you can affect others. And she had said something, and she said, oh, why'd you say that? You know, because I had called, now watch this, if you're not careful, and the Lord dealt with me on it, he said, if you're not careful, you'll call a sinner a name, and that you become a stumbling block to them who are trying to get saved and trying to know him because you just called them a name, and they can't get past the name. And so you, you got to watch because if you're saying that against other people, you know, oh, look at him or look at her, you got to be careful. You may be blocking them from really receiving Christ. 
Because we all have been down that road where our righteousness was as filthy rags. And God, come, God told me, he said, man, hey, you got to fix that. He said, he said, you got to stop saying that. And he said, you got to stop saying that. I was like, oh, man. You know, because that's one of my favorite words. <laughs> y'all ain't got favorite words y'all use to define people? Yeah. Even though you don't know them, you define them by that word? Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That ain't, that's, you know, we got to be careful because that's, can get in a way of blocking what God has for us. And then when God tells you to stop it, you need to stop. Amen. And sometimes he's telling you to stop right now. There's a certain name calling you've been doing, you need to stop. Mm-hmm. Quiet. Amen. Why? Again, corrupt communication. It just doesn't come one way. It can come different ways. All right. Look what the Bible says. Y'all good? All right. Or oh, uh, Galatians 2 and 11. Oh, oh, we just read that, didn't we? Oh, no, we didn't read it. But when Peter was come to Antioch, I withstood him to the face because he was to blame. Next verse. For before the certain came from James, he did eat with the Gentiles. But when they were come, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing them which were of the circumcision. He said, so I had get with him. And the other Jews disassembled likewise with him, insomuch that Barnabas also was carried away with their dissimulation. Watch this. But when I saw that they walked not uprightly according to the truth of the God, I said unto Peter, before them all, if thou being a Jew livest after the manner of the Gentiles and not as do the Jews, why compellest thou the Gentiles to live as do the Jews? He said, I confronted him. I confronted him on, on his bigotry. That's what he said. Boy, you know, you would shut down a whole lot of stuff if you confronted mess. Not perceived mess, mess. I mean, because there's his mess. Amen. And if you, you, you called it what it was, girl, you know you outside the will of God. Shut up. <laughs> and then if you ain't had it, I, don't wanna, I ain't going to speak on that. See, because another thing, the enemy, and I said this earlier, and I'll finish here. The enemy gets you to speak against your gift, and you didn't realize by you speaking against your gift, you were causing curse on you. Look what the Bible says, Ephesians 4 and 11. Y'all there? Get there. Any, and write this down before I read this. Your real test for any conversation is your motive. Your real test for any conversation that you are having is your motive. Is your motive positive or negative are you trying to put your own slant on something because there may be things you're trying to put your slant on that you don't know nothing about somebody say amen Amen. look what the Bible says and he gave some apostles and he gave some evangelists and some pastors and some what keep going for the perfecting of what what does perfecting mean, saints? Mature. He said the whole purpose I gave you this gift was to mature you up. Amen. So the first thing the enemy tries to do before we leave, one of the things the enemy tries to do is try to make an alt between me and you. Amen. Amen. See, because if I can get you mad at the fivefold or someone in the fivefold, you can't receive. When your heart is corrupted against 
if it gets corrupted against me, you can't listen to me. And it'll be just a matter of time where you'll stay alone and then you'll get to the place. It, it never ends. You keep getting to the place where you can't listen. Because it becomes track record. Because you refuse his gift. What makes you think he's got to give you so many others? But we thought we had the right to do whatever. You, yeah, you have a free will to do whatever you want, but that doesn't mean it's right. And that doesn't mean God's going to put his stamp of approval. I can receive here or there. Yeah, you can. But there are certain directions that God has you going in and wants to take you that he knows what you're going to receive. That's going to push you to where he wants you to be. I got to say this. You can't be every place you want to be. It amazes me how we make the decision to move on God. When, whenever your decisions, listen, whenever your decisions don't line up with God's word, they're not God. Okay. Whenever your decisions don't line up with God, they're not God. And it ain't no, it ain't, I don't know how much dope you want. You can smoke all day, but you're not going to get, I'm not catching a contact with you. Did y'all catch what I just said? Yes, because we get silly when we're saying God said, but God never said. Amen. Yes. I had somebody tell me this. Now watch this. God gave who to the church? Pastors, Pastors and teachers. Now watch this. Prophets, apostles. Who do you give to church? And then, you know, I had somebody tell me this. Well, sis told me. Sis told me. That, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Go with me everywhere I go. <laughs> Did you hear what he just said? Sis wasn't one of them. But somebody told me that. Sis told me that uh, I had to go. And I said, when sis come past what you trying to say she can't hear from the Lord? I'm trying to say that she ain't, she ain't trumping what I got going because I know the direction of what God gave me. Oh, can I tell you something? God gives every man and woman of God who has been called into the position marching orders. He don't give necessarily to seek the marching orders. He, oh, nobody wants to tell you that, but that's the God honest truth. He don't tell you everything about the direction of the church so you don't get the right to design how it goes. Even when it don't make sense to you. Yeah, it's got to make faith. This thing got to make faith of what God's word says. Does that make sense? Ty said something the other day. I was over here with them ladies uh, with this thing. uh, And she said something this. I gave her authority. Now watch this. Listen to this. I hold this for me. I gave her authority to do the ice cream thing. I gave her a thought. She's going to do So she's back there putting, putting a little stuff together. She's doing her little thing. What she take? She's doing her thing. They all back there giggling, laughing, having fun. I'm like, glory to God, get this done. <laughs> Wait Where's Ty? Ty here? Where's she? She in the back. Where? She said it was going to be one hour. <laughs> I love her. I love her. I love her. All right, now watch this. Watch this. But 
But Ty, man, Ty, Ty's a champ. Love that girl. Love her. She a champ. I don't know if y'all know her like that, but she a champ. I love the girl. I mean, uh, she just, I mean, I, I love her. I love the way her attitude, and she don't let nothing stop her. I mean, she loved ministry, man. And that's, in the Bible, it said there, there was folk that really loved ministry. Now watch this. So Ty said this. You got to catch this. Man, at first I did like this. I got a little attitude. I said, did she just say what I thought she said? And then I said, but hey, it is what it is. I gave her the authority to do this thing, and she said uh, uh, she had the little dots. She cut them out, and I said, baby, take them little dots. And now, what I said? You already gave her authority. I gave her the what? Authority. Now, watch this. And I said, baby, take them little dots and cut them. Yeah, she said, Pastor, I'm going to cut them out. And I said, yeah, cut them out. Get a little glue. Put them on the bowl. You know what I mean? And she said, uh. She said, uh. Pastor, she said, that ain't the vision. <laughs> Come on, did you catch that? And I was like, I was like, inside I was going like this. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, who are you talking to? It ain't the vision. I even made it a joke after that. I said, I ain't doing nothing around here because it ain't the vision. Ain't the vision over. I ain't helping you because it ain't the vision that help you. No, but no. But she said, no, nah, Pastor, it ain't the vision. Then she was doing it. And then I said, oh, my God, I see it. I see it coming together. I, she said, had a vision, didn't I? I was like, you got a vision. I got to run with it. Give it to me. I'm running. It's your job to run with it. Even though you can't see it. Even though you may get a little attitude on the inside that tells you just because, oh, they're not going to do it my way. Glory to God. God didn't say he needed to do your way. He, he's got people who know the way. He's trying to get you somewhere. Stop getting out of the boat when you're not supposed to be out of the boat. Stay in the boat so we can all get to the one place together. Does that make sense? Amen. But it was clear as day when I could understand the vision. And that's what we want to get with you so that you understand this whole vision. Because maybe you, you don't want to run because you can't see the vision. Amen. Are you with me? Yeah. So it is really the will of God for pastor to give you the vision. Yeah. It is really the will of God for you to see it and run with it. But it's not the will of God for you to allow the enemy to get in you against me. Don't let that happen. Amen. We're on the same team, baby. Hello? If there's an issue, come past. But don't, but don't do it this way because that could be problems for you. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Well, I don't know what it means. It's, it's your responsibility. It's, it's my responsibility. The Bible says in 1 Peter to feed the flock. Amen. He said feed the flock which is among you. 1 Peter 5, 2 and 4. And taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not filthy lucre. I don't do this to get paid. I do this because I love folk. And I love God's word. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Look at this. That, that's what makes the difference with your heart being right. I'm almost done. One of the things that you and I can't get will, will mess up our relationship is familiarity. If you ever get familiar with me, we're lost. And once I figure out we're familiar, I back off. I won't come to your house. 
I won't talk to you. I won't do nothing. Why? Because you can't respect me. You done lost me. Hey, fellow. Am I right? Glory to God. I'm not rejected one of y'all in here. Remember that long time ago, had a fellow tell me, he come up and he said, hey, Jack, 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 when, when I know you like that? Hey, man, I don't know you from old school. I mean, if, did I grow up with you? You know, oh, you, you, my, my mom, my sister called me pastor. Are you with me? Does that make sense? There should always be a level of respect. That, hey, I'm not just talking here. You leave here, go somewhere else. You respect that person you sitting under. You honor them. You sitting, you sitting under them. Are y'all with me? This goes with you for wherever you go. This is not an abundant life message. This is a message that goes wherever you go. You over at First Baptist, you honor pastor. You don't walk in there. Hey, John, how you been there? You need to go because your heart's already corrupt. Somebody say amen. 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 Teresa, I don't even know if Teresa called me Jack. Do you even, you even, once in a blue moon, she'll call me, hey, babe, sweetie, honey. I get called other things. And don't y'all call me other things either. Amen. Good or bad. <laughs> Amen. All right. Look at this. First Corinthians sixteen fifteen. Write this down, y'all. Look at this. I love this. Look what it says quickly. I got to go. And he says, I beseech you, brethren, you know the house of Stephanas, that it is the first fruits of Archaea, Archaea, that they have addicted themselves to ministry of the saints. Man, that's awesome, isn't it? That you submit yourself. Oh, ooh. There it is. That you are unto such and to everyone that helpeth with us and laboreth. So he said you should submit yourself to the fivefold gift, right? Isn't that what he said? Hebrews 13, 7. Watch this. He says this. Remember them which have the rule over you who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith what? Follow. Consider the end of their conversation. That's what he says in Hebrews 13, 7. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 12. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 12. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in the love, in love for their work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. You know, 1 Timothy. Can I read 1 Timothy 5? Mm-hmm. I will. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture said, they shall not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of his reward. Ain't that something? He also said this, against an elder receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. Don't let people just come up to you running their mouth about things they don't have a clue about. Somebody say amen. Look. When you properly honor and respect God's people, you walk, you walk in the blessing of God. When you disrespect God's people, things can go wrong. I'm going to read you this scripture and then leave you home. Uh, 2 Kings 2 and 23. Y'all read this? 
And he went up from thence unto Bethel, Bethel. And he was going up by the way. There came forth little children out of the city and mocked him and said unto him, Go up thy bald head. Go up thy bald head. Now when he was talking about calling him bald head, this was really name calling. This wasn't really looking at his head. He was call- they were calling him derogatory names. Here. All right. And uh, watch this. And he turned back and looked on them and cursed them in the name of the Lord. And there came forth two she-bears out of the wood and tear forty and two children of them. Now one of the things you have to understand about these children, they wasn't children as you thinking about little kids these young young men are you with me and they couldn't get away there's a problem when you don't understand that the gifts that you've been given in church God's given them to you to get you to where you got to go but sometimes we get impatient but God's still working let God do the work somebody say amen amen Amen. Say, I, I, must I must let God, let God do, the work. do the work. Write these three things down before I go. What should I do with this message? Number one, I should consider myself. I, sh- I got to consider myself. I got to look at myself and look at how I am. Why? Because I got to make sure I'm on the right, right road with God. Secondly, I got to have courage to follow through. I got to have courage if certain things are out of the will of God, I've got to have the courage to follow through and make this thing work. Why? Because I just can't be running my mouth like I ought to. And like I said, uh, men, we just as bad as some, uh, and it used to be said that women are this way, but it's men that way too. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. And so sometimes we need to shut up. Amen. amen. Last but not least, number three. And receiving this message, I got to get out of place where I'm consistently, I got to be consistent to hold a righteous course. Because if I hold this righteous course, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to receive what God has for me. Amen. Why? Because I'm not going to let anything block my faith and stop me from accelerating. One of the things that stops people in not this church, I mean, I'm just saying, if it is, I hope it's not, but it happens in all churches all over is that and that happens a lot when people don't know what's going on and what's up ask you know and everything you don't need to know and so you don't need to get with one another and talk on certain things there's certain things we not we don't need to talk about somebody say amen you know there's certain things I don't need to talk about you yeah, I mean, I get no benefit out of it. Somebody say amen. So I must watch the words that are coming out of my mouth and make sure I'm not using my tongue for evil. Amen. I'm out of time. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Is God good? Amen.